This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Our investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. I want to be treated since 1979. Just a reminder to make changes to your route beginning today if you normally use Brush College Road. Brush College between Olive and Hickory Streets will be closed through the end of October as part one of a plan to create an overpass. The road will be impassable during this time. Drivers are encouraged to use 22nd Street as a detour. Businesses along Brush College Road will still be accessible. The city says it'll post updates on its website. Time is running out to apply for the Community Foundation of Macon County Places and Neighborhoods Fund. This is a new $100,000 funding opportunity, part of the $1 million grant funding collaboration moving forward between the CFMC and Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union. Grants are from $2,500 to $25,000. The deadline to apply is Thursday. Winners will be announced March 12th on Buyers and Company. More at NowDecatur.com. Are just opening in most of Michigan now. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. They'll open next hour in the areas of the state where it's central time. On primary day, former President Trump expecting another big win, but Nikki Haley still challenging him in the Republican race. If you have a candidate who can't bring in independence, if you have a candidate that is driving people out of our party, then that is a sinking ship. 16 delegates at stake in Michigan today. 39 more will be awarded at a Republican convention Saturday. There's also a Democratic primary. With a potential problem for President Biden. A large group of Arab Americans in Michigan are urging Democrats to cast primary ballots as uncommitted in protest of the president and his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Fox's Jeff Manasso in New York City. After a campaign event, President Biden talked about the war and attempts to stop it. My national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Well, that would include releasing some more hostages. But the talks are still ongoing. A Hamas official says optimism is premature. As that war in Gaza rages, Iran backed Houthi militants keep targeting ships in and around the Red Sea. U.S. Central Command says the American military struck three Houthi targets yesterday to stop launches that were imminent. The U.S. southern border will get a lot of attention Thursday. Both President Biden and former President Trump will go to Texas, visiting different areas as the president pushes back on Republicans blaming him for record illegal immigration. With the clock ticking toward a Friday deadline to approve new government funding, President Biden meets with congressional leaders today. A partial government shutdown looming. Conservatives say they're okay with a weekend shutdown because it harnesses spending. A partial shutdown stalls transportation and housing programs, suspends money for agriculture and military construction, holds up energy and water projects. Fox's Chad Pergam at the Capitol. The shutdown would get even bigger without funding by March 8th. America's listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. And feel the difference of Relief Factor. NATO might get bolder, helping Ukraine fend off Russia's invasion, now in year three. Even though leader Jens Stoltenberg says the military alliance is not going to send soldiers, France's president says the possibility was discussed at a conference in Paris yesterday that some NATO allies are considering sending their troops into Ukraine. Meanwhile, North Korea keeps helping supply Russia in the war. This comes to us from the South Korean defense minister. Shin Won-sik says around 6,700 containers of munitions have been passed from North Korea to Russia. 
Russia, and they likely contain several million shells. Minister Shin says he believes factories producing artillery for Russia are operating at full swing, while those supplying North Korea's own military are short of raw material and electricity. The US State Department believes Russia has given North Korea some 9,000 containers in return, mostly food supplies. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Will the Supreme Court get involved in a social media controversy? It heard a case stemming from conservative claims they've been targeted in online censorship. Florida and Texas laws would require social media companies to stop removing content or people based on largely viewpoint. While justices had varying issues with the laws, Justice Samuel Alito asked the social media company's attorney, Paul Clement, to define content moderation. Is it anything more than a euphemism for censorship? But Clement argued content moderation policies allow them to keep pretty bad things off their sites. In some cases, it is terrorist material. In other cases, it's kids that are telling other kids, hey, you should do this Tide Pod challenge. In some cases, it's kids that are encouraging other kids to commit suicide. Chief Justice John Roberts wondered if state government was infringing on the First Amendment with rules requiring social media companies to carry certain speech. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures up slightly the day after modest gains. The Dow dropped 62 points down from Friday's record high. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. busy. We get it. You need to be able to bank from anywhere, anytime. And you can with LLCU Digital Banking. It's like having an LLCU teller, loan officer, or a financial counselor at your fingertips. Make mobile deposits, check balances, pay bills, pay friends, check your credit score, apply for a loan, even make a budget, all from your desktop or mobile device. We know you're busy, so take us with you. Visit LLCU.org for details. Land of Lincoln Credit Union. Bank on learning more. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. A chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m. Partly sunny and a high of 78. Tonight, a chance of rain and snow late. Some thunder and winds also likely mostly cloudy and a low around 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy through mid-morning, then clearing. High of 32. Then Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 55 degrees. Your WSOY time is Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. We'll check in with Kyle May this hour. A little later today, micro grants, 12,549 of them announced, well, dollar-wise, from the Community Foundation. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Pretty good list of people receiving those micro grants. 
That's coming up uh, about two hours from now, exactly. And uh, you're going to find out here first. So good morning and welcome. A lot to get to here today, uh, including this crazy weather forecast. <laughs> you know, Cupertino, I, I don't know what they're doing. I swear to God. I, I mean, I used to have a healthy amount of faith in my weather app on my iPhone. I mean, in general. Not exactly, you know, they could be off a couple of degrees, pop-up storms maybe no one was accounting for. They had for so long, and it's been updated finally today, that tomorrow was going to be in the 50s. Uh, They had no mention of any sort of thunderstorms or anything. We're going to do a crazy temperature dive tonight. Yeah, it is nutty. My allergies have, do not like these fluctuations of temperature. Is that what it is? The changes doesn't well, matter so much. It's the barometric pressure uh, that comes with it. So I get the, I'm already prone, and then it just. <laughs> Sorry so like, about that. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, hopefully yeah. <laughs> tomorrow you won't be, and then you will be again the next day, because uh, it looks like it's just a one day thing in the middle of all of this, right? right? And I get we got a twenty four percent chance of some mixed stuff in there, which doesn't sound like a lot. I'm more concerned with what happens when the rain or the storms have a chance to pop up when you have such a swing in temperature and you can look at this just you know this big thing coming from down in the gulf making its way up you know right through central illinois and beyond that we have an opportunity to have some crazy weather today so you just got to be careful and pay attention yeah i mean you're right every everything that could be listed like right around now that is not extreme is on in writ written or I'm sorry, red at least once. You've got rain, you've got snow, you've got wind, you've got thunder, you've got right. I mean, freezing temperatures. You've got uh, almost 80 degrees. It's like the gamut. It's the gamut. Welcome to you know a crazy month, right? February's been just nutty. Uh, overall, I'll take it. I mean, it means we haven't had to you know dig out of a whole bunch of snow or uh, really horribly cold temperatures. So it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, Thursday, we'll be back to 48 and 49 and 67 and sunny by Saturday. It's, it's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. And I was looking to see if there was some obvious answer where the source of Apple's weather app came from. And they use a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I mean, like they they patch it together depending where you are. The most American looking one is it's coming from the Weather Channel. It looks like I don't know whatever their algorithms aren't working uh, because they've been so wrong, or everybody else has been wrong and they're right. That's right. That happens. <laughs> I'd like for that to be the case. Uh, I don't think it is. Uh, all right, I, I have to uh, start today with a a couple of items. One which you sent me. The other I, I uh, gathered all on my own. You, you know, we are spending uh, uh, a lot of money on food right now. Yeah, like a thirty year high. The percentage of family income going to just feeding the family is at a 30-year high. Yep. And it is not getting, even as things should be, you know, allowing it to come back down, uh, it seems like, you know, even dragging through COVID and post-COVID, smaller serving, smaller sizes in the box, all the things, and, and higher prices, the prices seem to be hanging on. Now, there's plenty of evidence out there. A lot of that is just nothing more than corporate greed. Correct. Some of it is higher employment. I mean, there are other factors that go in. You know, I'm not saying you can't just, you know, broad brush. Everybody has anything to do with giving you food. Uh, but it looks certainly at a larger level like it's more about corporate profit than it is uh, customer satisfaction. And you sent me this interesting story about Wendy's. In fact, you sent it twice, and I was kind of confused. Oh, did it actually go through the first time? It did. I thought, well, did we have an update? You know, so I went back. I'll tell you about that real quick, just for fun. Uh, so I sent it, I thought, but then when I went back, uh, I, re- I replied to an email from Lindsay, and down at the bottom, it had that, like... Showed you like you didn't... Mine yeah, does that all so I pulled it up, and I'm like, huh, all right, yeah. let me send it. So I'm sorry, that was oh, hours no, no, later, no, no, too. No, 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 I thought maybe there had been, you know, a change in the story or something. Yeah, mine does that all the time, where it looks like at the bottom there, yeah. you've got emails that are unsent. Yeah. Don't know why, but but usually they're not. Sorry. Oh, no, oh, wasn't complaining. I'm and just also, think, thank you. I, well, no, <laughs> it's like, this story is so important. <laughs> please, please notice me. Can you just please notice me, Brian? <laughs> that wasn't the feeling at all. 
So Wendy's oh, man. Um, is going to, uh, according to an article in the New York Post, um, uh, going to sample or try or, or get in the middle of surge pricing. Yep. Okay. Uh, beyond what I read in the story, um, you, you know, I don't know how you do. I mean, I understand how Uber surge pricing works, mm-hmm. you know, where if it's really busy, you're getting out of a nightclub at 2 a.m. in New York and everybody wants a ride, it's more expensive to get that ride. That's right. And and also, like, so other ways that you might experience surge pricing, and, and I think people have noticed this, maybe in ticket buying or in plane tickets where you, where you go to look at a ticket uh, on your plane and then five minutes later it's more expensive or uh, like Ticketmaster, you buy a pair of tickets, decide you need a couple more, and you go back and the tickets next to you just went up by 40%. Or something like that. That's all based on either purchase demand or perceived demand, a.k.a. a line or right. or people kicking the tires on it. And so the price it goes up because more people want it. Okay. I think they're completely tone deaf. Uh, Correct. Which is crazy the, the, because this. they generally – Wendy's is very in touch with their customers uh, in terms of – they're branding their corporate message. They're very good at it. Here, here's why I, I think that they're, you know, first of all, most people aren't eating at leisure. I, I mean, you know, they eat when they have the opportunity right. to eat, right? Yep. So it's not like you go, well, I'll just not go until it's not peak times. And is it peak times or is it peak drive through or it's, peak customer? It'll be the load in the kitchen right now that will be able to be shifted. They might generically start it at from 11 to 1, which would be just a death knell. What it really is intended to do is if our lot is hopping, the demand is high. If our lot is empty, come get a cheap burger. We'd like you to come in. That's in their brain how they think it's how it's going to work. What it says to me is that 1215, I already look at that line. It's already too long. I'm not about to wait extra long and pay more. I'm just going to go somewhere else that has food. We're not on a desert. Right. And I mean, you're not certainly not on a fast food desert. Yeah. I, do, I don't a need a burger. Right. I don't need that one. I'll right. just go at different times. And, and will this be anywhere? They said they're going to invest $20 million in electronic billboards that basically will be able to adjust pricing on the fly. Like gas. Uh, sure. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, to me, the, the cost of fast food is unbelievably high now is for, stupid. for what you get in return, which is and basically what you got a year ago for the same five dollars. years ago. Yeah. And here's also what I find in general is it is not as, uh, uh, prepared as well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is haphazardly put together, meaning you've got to not only pay the higher prices, but reassemble to eat. Like basically you're on the line yourself. Mm-hmm. They are not as quick at getting you through as they used to be. And so now if there's a longer line, the idea that you pay even more for the service that is 20% less than it's it was. Depreciated, yep. Makes no sense to me at all. Okay, so it, it, take yourself out of it, take me out of it. Let's think if we're them. And and not taking into consideration people. We're just thinking about our business, okay? And and this is how it works in their head. Hey, we've got these trained people when bur- our burgers are made right. This is how it how long it takes. If the, if the demands there, we're serving every burger in all the United States and around the world. Everybody knows that Wendy's flavor and they get it. And this is what we're going to charge for it. But all the things that you just said is where it falls apart. Yeah. Because you could go 10 minutes later and get an entirely different experience. You get an idea and a concept. And it always comes down to execution. Correct. And this is the same anywhere in life. If you fail in the execution, it doesn't matter how good the concept is. Uh, that's F1. I, I mean, Correct. we're watching Tribe to yep. Survive in the billions of dollars, and they just get it wrong, and they can't execute. Um, I, I am been incredibly disappointed in just the quality for a while now. Uh, uh, if I know I can get through a line quicker, meaning that they're uh, – um, service is better. Their product is better. I'm willing to pay a little more, I think, for that mm-hmm. experience and that guarantee. That's right. But I, there's no way you can give that to me. No, there's only certain brands, certain, and and even in the brands, maybe even certain locations where you can count on what you're 
you, you know you're going to be taken care of. You know it's going to be right. But, but by and large, it is a crapshoot. All right. So then you look at the way, you know, and, and, and up front, we don't eat a lot of fast food, right? I mean, we occasionally do. Like if it's just a man, it's like got later than we thought and just don't want right. to cook and do all yep. that. But, but it's consistently bad enough that, that you see a pattern. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you're almost pleasantly surprised if you get what you ordered. Right. Done, done properly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the old go-tos, and, and I'm not going to name any names, but you shouldn't have, I, I mean, it shouldn't be $90 for a pizza and a salad and a two liter. I don't, I mean, I already know who you're talking about. Yeah. Everybody that's in this listening audience knows exactly which location you're talking about because and, that price is so absurd. But we used to do that, mm-hmm. you know, once or twice a nice month, treat. right? It was like if you're just going to have a cheat night yep. and and whatever. So 30%, you know, 30-year high, uh, what it's costing us to, to eat, right, uh, uh, from restaurants or, or fast food. It can't sustain itself, and I just think this is too cute by half, and, and it will fall apart in the execution. you got to have delivery, uh, and that's the most important thing, and that seems to be where they struggle the most in this arena, meaning fast food in general. Yes, and and here's what the crux of their biggest problem is. It's people. And it's not that it's it's what they offer to people and people don't want to stay because of it. You pay, you bring those prices up to your people. They will want to hold on to those jobs. And and then you will have quality people that have been there with some seniority with with some tenure. And in theory, because they've been there so long, they should be better. And your your product should be going out better, which means people are leaving less disappointed and you're selling more burgers. But it's where we can go as low as we possibly can in some cases. And then what is, I I would really like to know what determines, you know, what's, what's the triggering thing for the surge pricing? I I mean, you know what I mean? What is it? So many cars? Is it so, I mean, how is that determined? Yeah, that's interesting because you'd think at its peak performance, it'd involve cameras and cars around the building and lines being ordered in and then probably they will cheat it at first is that a human decision though you know is is that something that's done you know by eyeball is that something no they won't leave it to human because what what a a good manager would do or a manager seeing their sales are sagging they'll keep that switch down off hey just so but they have where they track the length of time cars are in the drive that's why they pull you up you know and say and go hey this one's this order's done yeah Right. Eight minutes later. So the second thing yesterday, when you look at out of touch uh, people, was the uh, the CEO of Kellogg's. Now I, I'm assuming Kellogg's is a pretty big company, and to be the yeah. CEO of a pretty big company, you would think would take uh, uh, some ability. I, I, I mean, as a CEO, and I know you're not making the product, you're not on the line putting out the Fruit Loops. But you are the CEO of Kellogg's. And then even if you don't have a governor in and around this stuff, you've got people who do. And you're going to go on TV and do an interview, right, with one of the, I think it was CNBC. Uh, His name is Gary Pilnick, the CEO of Kellogg's. And he basically did, and they are doing a campaign about eating cereal for dinner because it's cheaper than other uh, things. That's a tricky line to walk. I'm telling you it's a line that can't be walked. Probably not. And certainly not by him. The cereal company has always been quite affordable, and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. Uh, his advice that we're so out of line with pricing for people to eat that we should settle for cereal for dinner has written, I mean, somebody somewhere, if not the CEO, certainly the people in his marketing department need to be fired. Yeah. Has no one ever heard of let them eat cake? I mean, and what's worse, let them eat cereal. Right. Right. I think they could have aggressively marketed on their boxes things like 32 meals in this box no, without just, saying. Here's their, here's their uh, um, give chicken the night off oh. is one of their cheery taglines. So 
Think about Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loop, Corn Flakes, Raisin Bran, and others. I don't think now young people probably do eat a lot of cereal for dinner. Yeah, uh, that's part of sort of the growing up uh, in America. You know, when you're broke and and starting out ramen and, noodles and cereal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think this message is beyond that crowd, and I don't think that crowd needed to receive this message to act accordingly. Yeah, because even even though he's right to the to what he's saying in 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 fact it is so tone deaf and insensitive and and resigned to people hey you're so broke just get a just stay hooked on our product here's the here's where the the marketing falls apart is that we know all this stuff is too high including us but hey it's good for us right that's Lean what it in. sounds yeah. like and that's what I'm saying. If you go in there and you and they had a campaign that doesn't tell you that, but it informs you, hey, this box, 40 meals in it. You go, hey, that actually makes sense. Let me grab that without you going, hey, you're so broke. Don't go down the dinner aisle. Get this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, just put it on there. There's so many servings. I think it, it's a good market, a segment to go after. You just can't say it all out loud. I don't think you go on CNBC <laughs> no. and talk about how people not being able to afford food was good for Kellogg. Right. Yeah. That's right. So go eat a bunch of this sugary crap uh, that we sell you at an overinflated price because our overinflated price is better than their overinflated price. Right. And you ought to be eating it for dinner. Oh, I mean, you're right. So, man, I I don't know. You think sometimes, you know, successful companies, CEOs, people who are, are, are in branding and marketing and would seem to have like unlimited budgets compared to like most people, you know, like small business owners and people who are scratching to get by. And you think, how can they sit in a room? Well, probably exactly why they're sitting in a room uh, in New York in a lifestyle that cannot even relate to what normal people go through trying to relate to normal people. Right. I find uh, I, I know a couple. Well, I can think of one of my friends whose brain is so logical. So everything has a, a cause and effect. And if, if this happens, then this should happen very by the book. And I think that sometimes in addition to being so out of touch with everybody else's life because you live the way you just described, you look and you go, well, we've got this training program and we've got we're only inflating by 76. Per-. Like you could talk yourself into thinking, like, why is it not working? It's so perfect. We have all the machinery. We yeah. have we have people. It's like. Well, you've never been in your factory or on the or in the lobby of your store or anything like that to realize right. it's just disconnected. Yeah. No matter how great your design and intention was, it just isn't resonating with people. And the CEO from JCPenney that came in and said, I'm tired of the couponing game. I'm sick of it. I'm not going to do sales. I'm just going to give everybody the same margin on every single good in this store and give them a fair deal on everything from gum to sweaters. Yeah. And people stopped shopping there because they didn't feel like they were getting a deal. Yeah. You, you've got to be in tune psychologically, either either on the good side or the I'm putting all the money in my pocket side. You got to know what the people want. And I tell you this: at 9 a.m., they're not going. Ooh, the uh, the Dave's Baconator is a dollar down. I'm going to go ahead and get hungry three hours before lunch to save one dollar. Yep. It's just not what's going to happen. Nope. Uh, you, I keep expecting, you know, to hit a ceiling, you, you, you know, that you, and I've been thinking about this since COVID, you know, you understand in survival mode, really, when everybody literally was that life isn't going to be normal, right? You understand in an expectation of a recession and all the, the, you know, but as all of that has subsided and the economy has chugged back up and, you know, the markets have done what they've done and, you go, okay, so when when do we go back to a little bit of normal? Right. I was reading it. A, a headline got me yesterday. It was an incomplete headline, but the headline was $150,000 is now considered lower middle class. And I'm thinking, like, that doesn't sound right. And they're, what they're talking about is in a major metropolis with Worthy. cost of living yeah. and everything. But even there, mm-hmm. think about that. There's so many people, most of the people in the United States don't reach that number. No. I mean, and to even just be on the tail end of doing okay. It's like, what are we doing? Yep. Uh, and, and I would think uh, uh, about the Wendy's thing in particular as we wrap this up. 
don't you want surge style lines 24-7? That's right. I mean, wouldn't you want to reward surge lines? I mean, like, look at all these people who want to buy our food. Give what everybody do we want Charge more. That's right. Yeah, so in there, you nailed it, actually. We're going to deliver such a magical product that if people are going to want it so much, we can just openly charge more. And if it sags to where we're not busy, we'll trick them into coming in anyway and yep. then get it back up. And then as soon as they line up... <laughs> Hit them again. What are you doing, Wendy? It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, all right. A lot to get to here on this Tuesday. Kyle will be in studios. We'll catch up on Drive to Survive. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm not disappointed. The show's great. It, it, but there, there is so much that doesn't make it into the 10 episodes. Unless they're cramming all of them into number 10 because that's all I've got left. Oh, man. You've gotten far. Okay. So there were so many storylines. And I felt like maybe they're leaning on what they already know a little bit too much, like Danny Rick coming back, you, you know, which in the grand scheme of things was not much of an impact on the F1 season last year, particularly after he crashed and and now Liam Lawson came in. But, man, you talk about ignoring Red Bull. We'll be back. Jay Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. There's a strong hunger across Illinois for new state funding to get more local food products in consumers' hands. The Illinois Stewardship Alliance is coordinating interest in the state's new local food infrastructure grant program. Nearly $2 million in state funds is to be handed out for building up more ways to get products from local farms to markets. The alliance reported 247 applications worth over $23 million came in when the process ended January 31st. A committee will soon try to pick the applications with the strongest impact. The state health department has issued an updated standing order allowing schools to keep a supply of meds like naloxone on hand and permitting school nurses or other trained personnel to administer them to students in case of an opioid overdose. Under the act, which took effect on January 1st, public and private schools are required to keep a supply of an opioid antagonist on hand. More at NowDecatur.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says he's told an Israel-Hamas ceasefire is close and could be in effect by Monday. One Hamas official pushed back against this, saying that the president's optimism was premature since there are still many disagreements on what such a deal would look like. The pause in fighting, reports indicate, would see some hostages released in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. Fox's Trey Yanks, the Supreme Court is considering challenges to anti-censorship social media laws in Texas and Florida. In defending the Texas law, attorney Aaron Nielsen told the justices this is not about social media companies free speech they can say anything they want but chief justice john roberts indicated there may be a different kind of first amendment issue here what the government's doing here is saying you must do this you must carry these people you've got to explain if you don't jessica rosenthal fox news there's a severe weather risk in the midwest through tonight from missouri to ohio it's primary day in michigan america's listening to fox news Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Their U.S.-based restoration specialists are dedicated to helping solve identity theft issues, and all plans are backed by the million-dollar protection package, which means if you lose money because of identity theft, LifeLock will reimburse you to the limits of your plan. Go to LifeLock.com and save up to 25% your first year with promo code CLAY. Hi, this is Congresswoman Mary Miller. Brad Holbrook is a founding member of the Freedom Caucus and was rated the most conservative member of the Illinois House. In the Republican primary on March 19th, please vote for Brad Holbrook because we need his voice fighting for our values in Springfield. Brad Holbrook is pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, and pro-family. He fought against Pritzker's illegal COVID mandates and unconstitutional gun bans. Please mark your calendar to vote on Tuesday, March 19th for Brad Halbrook. This is Republican Brad Halbrook. In a time when conservative values are under attack, I am proudly standing up for our rights and interests. I'm the most conservative member of the Illinois General Assembly, and I'm proud of it. A founding member of the Illinois Freedom Caucus, I am pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, and I am leading the fight against Prisker and Biden's inflationary spending and wide-open borders. If you want a fighter in Springfield, I ask that you vote for me, Brad Halbrook. Paid for by the citizens for Brad Halbrook. 
Shop on Main is having a cash-only sale. Yes, you heard that right. All winter apparel is now half off, but reduces to 75% if you pay cash. No debit cards, no credit cards. Cash gets you 75% off. The sale ends on Leap Day, February 29th. Grab your cash and head to Shop on Main. Again, all winter apparel is 75% off when you pay cash. Shop on Main, 407 North Main, beautiful downtown Decatur. Cash saves you cash at Shop on Main. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms later. Partly sunny and a high of 78. Tonight, a chance of rain and snow. Some thunder and wind. Mostly cloudy and a low of 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy through mid-morning. The gradually clearing high of 32. Thursday, sunny with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 56 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6:34 and this look at your weather brought to you by Shop on Main Downtown Decatur. Modern looks, old-fashioned pampering. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This song reminds me of summer, and I'll tell you why. Um, kids, if you're listening, don't follow any of this. Uh, I can remember uh, going to a high school party, you know, like when somebody's parents would be out of town, like the basic bad plot of every teenage movie that's ever been made, uh, and the anticipation of a Friday night, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I remember Big Dan Andrews, uh plugging in, you know, bringing the speaker system outside, you know, on the West End uh, and cranking that song up. I mean, I, we, we didn't care about neighbors, neighbors. But that song has always felt like that early promise of a really good night out that probably never ends that way. Yeah, that's what movies told me. But that. there's just that, you know, the anticipation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have no idea why that is stuck Hopping with out me the for, back of the convertible for 40 cooler. years. Yes. Yeah. Right. They've been selling that since it happened. And, and ends every time with cops and people running. Yeah. Hey. It's a Springsteen song, basically performed by a, a Southern rock band. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah. It's like warm out already. Uh, well, get, enjoy it while you can because we're, we're doing a huge plunge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what all that's going to bring, uh, possible storms and, and who knows what, maybe even some snow. And then it looks like we bounce right back out of it. So uh, I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. I was looking forward to walking around a little bit and stuff, and it's going to be like 30-some degrees and snowing up there. So Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what? <laughs> It should be in February, shouldn't it? Right, yeah. You know, we've been pretty spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not out of the ordinary. This is out of the ordinary. This is pretty wild. Take it. Just take every hour you can get. Every hour you get this is an hour you don't have the other. Is it going to be the warmest February on record or something? Uh, yeah, like I that? saw some, uh, a lot of days or, or yesterday, uh, a lot of records falling, uh, across America. Yeah. That's crazy. Bad, no snow up north skiing and stuff. It's been, been pretty wild. Dallas hit 94. What already? Yeah, isn't that crazy? They've been telling us about it for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just right. saying. We've already taken on corporate America. Can we just <laughs> give the activism just a little bit of a break here? No, there there have been records uh, all over yeah. the United States of America for yesterday and and heading into the day. And it, with that, you, you get one of these systems that comes in and it's going to bring all that. That's why we had the wind well, all we're day. We're to bringing have. in the other wind. That's bringing something. Yeah. Uh, so just be prepared. Uh, and we'll have anything that you need to know uh, right here and uh, on Nauticator dot com. So uh, surge. Pricing, uh, you know, this is an idea for you. You know, the more customers you get, the more you can screw them. <laughs> this uh, seems sort of anti- like just anti everything you think of when trying to make customers happy and 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 treat them well and serve them to your maximum ability. Uh, yeah, it's a little interesting. We're so I, good, we got you lined up. Now that we have you, I. So I go back to Iowa and I work for Agbrider right across Iowa and it, it gets like crazy, insane busy sometimes. Yeah. And we joke, kinda, we kind of do it. We do like surge pricing during that. Like whenever 
<laughs> there's that many people wanting stuff done. I, I, so we do, I think maybe like a service based thing, it might work, but like just for like sandwiches and stuff, it might be a little interesting. I, I think that the well, whole thing is about the sandwiches. They're already high. They're already higher than they've ever been. And, and now, there are other sandwiches. There aren't other bike mechanics <laughs> over there that they can pivot to. Yeah. Where else are you going to go? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I can sit in the Wendy's parking lot and look at three, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you're not even having to go out of your way. Uh, it's interesting. I, I, I realize cost of business, and, and, and I think you really have to separate out um, you know, small business owners that just you know, doing whatever they can to, to survive, uh, and particularly through COVID and then beyond. Uh, uh, and even small restaurant owners or people that are, you know, franchise, you know, it's not, it's the corporate stuff that I don't understand, just the strategy or somebody sits around a room and somebody doesn't like the Israelis have, what is it? The 11th man rule you know, where there's a, a, literally a person in the room that their only job is to take the exact opposite opinion of what everybody's thinking because they feel like you, you get sucked into things. You talk yourself into things. Yeah. Somebody's got to be the devil's advocate. And I feel like corporate America doesn't want any of that. No, they want to all keep the ball moving. Yeah. Now, my, my uh, business is interesting. I was talking about this with a couple guys Friday. All my stuff's at MSRP. I can't even like raise my prices. I'm, I'm, I have to sell it at what the retail is. So. Yeah. We have to be uh, find ways to win in other areas on the back end that people don't. That's not all the sexy part of it, but uh, I mean that is what it is. If you want to be profitable, so you got to pay attention. No, but I would assume as a business owner, what you want is a line out the door. <laughs> yeah, I mean at the end of the day, <laughs> that you want to balance because it does happen. Saturdays are insane. Like, yeah, we have a waiting list. Uh, even during the week, we have a waiting list sometimes. So you want to balance between being busy and not having people turn away because they have to wait. So it's kind of a... But but if you had to choose between no one in line or too many people in line, I don't know anybody that would go, oh, we'll take the no one in line. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I'd rather be busy than uh, twiddling my thumbs and having the store completely clean and everything organized. So, yeah. Uh, we've been pretty fortunate though. So. All right. So drive to survive. Uh, I, I am, uh, we, we finally, I think we got through episode nine last night. So we have oh, one wow. left. Uh, I am not at all. I, I have to judge this differently because this is the first year you I've watched, watched drive season. to survive. And I also have the whole context yeah. of the season, right? I know that, that for one hour of uh, film that you get, 20 hours of film were shot, you know, like on average. So you're not going to get all the drama of, what is it, 24 races this coming year, uh, you, you know, in 10 hours. And they're going to skip over a lot of stuff. And I, I can't tell sometimes who they have access to or not, you know, because Max kind of stepped out of it for a year or two because he was mad about the way they trade things and wouldn't participate. Now, he's made a little bit, but they spent an inordinate amount of time on Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly and Otmar getting canned. That was cold, too, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. The way they did it. Oh, yeah. I'm in that episode right now. We're racing each Same other video. on the go-karts. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Yes, and then Ryan Reynolds shows up as one of the investors. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, why? This is corporate America, or this would be French, uh, uh, corporate, you, you know, would you bring the guy to the race just to fire him that morning and make him walk out in shame? <laughs> Some businesses, it just goes back to what you've been talking about. There's no, a no, way I, to do it I and know. there's a way to not do it. I know. Uh, and, and you know, here's the thing. I, I never really thought about Ocon in any way other than the one episode that he was focused in like way early. Right. And that, and then he was out for a while or was a reserve driver and then back with Alpine. But it seemed it, like a nice guy. Seemed like a then. nice guy. He's got the the bow leg, like the mm-hmm. the pointy, like you know, the, what is that called when your feet point in? Pigeon like toe. Pigeon toe. Yeah, like uh, tall kid. But you know, and then I thought I remember him talking about becoming like coming up from pretty humble beginnings. And then you got to go. Well, what's humble in this world? Because <laughs> there's a scene. The while, well, there's a scene while they're they're commiserating with the family on a yacht that is the size of this block, right? <laughs> so it's like now maybe that's that Alpine money. I don't yeah. know, but he he comes off kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I I forgot about some of the stuff they were recapping his uh, tussles with Alonzo and 
uh, some of his former teammates. So yeah, yeah. I don't think he's very likable. Anyway, so Chris Gasly, I think people like him. He's just, yeah, I, I, they're all kind of, <laughs> it's, it is interesting. Uh, and they, you know, they finally do get around a Ferrari. Uh, I don't, I won't give any, they haven't got there, but, but they were they this specific centric on a team for a full episode in past seasons to some degree, but you have yeah. to, you, yeah. And you have to also and keep in mind that the story this entire year was just Matt and Max wins and Max wins yeah, and Max wins. Something. So you're going to get the big firework explosion. But that was the, the story the year before too. I, I mean, we're talking about three more victories. Right. But it, you can't have two seasons of the same season. So they were figuring mm-hmm. out a different way to, to tell that yeah. same story. But what I'm nine in and we haven't even gotten to Sergio's got to go yet. And we haven't gotten to Las Vegas yet. And then after Las Vegas is the the finishing race. A lot to do. So yeah. man, they've they've left a lot to cram into one hour. And I don't think I needed an hour to see Otmar getting sacked. Uh, I mean, it felt like that was like a stretch to me. I I and forgot. Bruno. How, I forgot how bad McLaren started out the season. And uh, and none of the redemption yet. So yeah, how they are, didn't get that? They didn't, how, how are they going to fit all of that into one episode? How are they going to bring Oscar and Lando on their wild finish? They haven't had Piastri win the. Brent yet? No. That's like, that's an episode. So I wonder if they're going to do a second season of this season. Wow, that's wild. They said they had so much that they talked about breaking out of their mold of 10 episodes and going more, but they wanted to be consistent, and so they didn't. See, I think that's the brilliant thing about TV today versus the way it is. Episode can be an hour and 12 minutes long, can be 47 minutes long. Give me 14 episodes, if that's what it takes to tell you the whole story. Is it uh, kind of interesting that you followed the season and kind of knew what was going on and and watching Drive to Survive? You kind of it's taken. You knew McLaren got better. Like, yeah, but but, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out as more of an F1 fan now rather than a, a fan of the show. I feel like they've missed a lot of juicy stories to tell you stories that maybe aren't as important All right. because they don't want to go around the winning. But I don't know. How do you cram? I mean, I thought Las Vegas would be an That's episode. That was a great race. You know what I mean? Just the spectacle of all that the first yeah. time. And you certainly thought Oscar and Lando and that comeback, you know, that started sort of like maybe three quarters the way through and how they found with that update, they were there competitive and hit yeah. the podiums and everything. And then I thought thought it would be, oh, Sergio's got to go, and then Will telling you exactly why Sergio's got to go, even though he's wrong like nine out of ten times on all these predictions. But evidently that's accent, all so in the good. Oh, he, he's very dramatic. Yeah. What do you think about Danica Patrick I told on there? Nick I'm not a, a huge fan. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I liked that they brought Claire back, uh, who used to run Williams oh, and her yeah. family. Uh, that was great. Yeah. She knows that world inside out. Yeah. Uh, Danica's not, I mean, you know, I, I, I think this idea that people think race drivers are just race drivers. I mean, she, other than, I don't know how she ended up on Sky TV. I mean, I don't know what the history of that is. She was just there when I arrived. Uh, and she's fine, but, but I, I don't know that she adds anything. I feel like there's a lot more people that would have been in that world. That, yeah, that could contribute. Well, like Jensen Butner's or somebody, the people that they have, David Coulthard, you know, the people that are already in and around yeah. the broadcast. Yeah. What I'm worried about is, are they going to be able to do Logan Sargent's arc of getting a point in a race? Dude's never even, I don't think he's <laughs> even been mentioned. He, he was in there <laughs> pretty early. Yeah. And the, yeah. just not that he should have. I mean, you're scoring a point your entire year should not. Because the car's in front of you wrecked out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen very little Yuki, like no uh, Botas or Jogan Yu. Why? Uh, why none. would you? <laughs> no, well, but why would you see Pierre Gasly and, and Esteban Ocon? I mean, yeah. that's, you know, I that's. They touch on Botas's cycling. <laughs> they touched on his hair. His hair. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, was like in the opening episode. That dude's been riding a ton, man. I follow his Instagram, and he's like a sponsored cyclist now, which. Is Isn't not... his wife a professional yeah, racer? Yeah. yeah, she won like gravel. Yeah. Gravel? No, she won. Uh, uh, some big gravel races this past summer. So he comes and does like a ride in Lawrence, Kansas, usually every fall. Oh, that'd be cool. And uh steamboat, uh, Colorado uh, gravel races. So he's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy him. Uh, I think know. he's having a lot more fun now, not being under the Mercedes. Right. I think that's what he's worried about when Sauber comes in next. Cause there could be a little more yeah. crow, but I think he's got his little window here, uh, to do what he wants to do. They have green uniforms this year. Yeah, you see the pictures. Did you guys watching the testing stuff? Anything? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Did you do the F1 TV app yet? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. It's I know. Good. Nick keeps telling me that. Uh, time. 
the first races this weekend, right? Yes. The calendar I've, says so. I think I've <laughs> I think I've hit my threshold yeah. on streaming. Yes, I've got it all ready Two to go. Days there you go. Twenty ninth to the second. Uh and then uh we go where Saudi Bahrain. Arabia. Bahrain is yeah. the first one. Yeah, no, but then we go to oh. Saudi Arabia, I think, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, you, you have a lot of apps and a lot of things that you pay for, but dude, the F1 one is okay. incredible. I mean, it, like if you're busy and you missed a weekend, they have like a 30 minute recap that covers it pretty well. But they do a lot of that on their F1 site. They oh, do tech they? talk. They, they have little documentaries. I mean, there's a lot of that all. stuff's on F1's YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, honestly, there's a ton of it. All right. Uh, you know, even right afterwards. The only thing I don't mind, I mean, I, I think, uh, Sky does a, a, a decent enough job. Yeah. My problem is, like, if I'm recording it because it's like 10 hours off, mm-hmm. sometimes my record doesn't go all the way to the end. Yeah. Bingo. You I mean, also I understand that. From Sergio's car, his audio, the oh, whole thing. You just yeah. all of it. Then I thought, you get it all going. You can, like, watch the driver view, the race. It's, yeah, you can geek out on stuff. It's pretty, pretty cool. All right. Do we want to talk about Fleet Feet today? Oh, yeah. I guess we can. Uh, well, I, you know. Hello, my name's Kyle. You've got two Fleet lines, Feet. you know, two week lines. I'm not sure. Maybe we should. What do I got going on here? Uh, well, let's, before we get what's going on, you said before it's been crazy about the, the wait list. What, what, what does that mean? I mean, you, you mean you have a wait till you get a, a person to a customer to help them? Yeah. So, I mean, are you handing out deli numbers? That's a good idea. Then we had a, <laughs> a virtual thing. Anyway, uh, whenever I went to the Fleet Feet headquarters years ago, I go into the store and they have like a dry erase board and a bunch of numbers on it. I'm like, oh, that's what's that for? And they're like, oh, that's our wait list. And, and they have like six fit benches. Uh-huh. And like I'm there during the day. It's not like too busy. I'm like, I don't understand. They're like, Oh, it gets really busy in here and people, I mean, all the benches are full and people have to wait to get it fit yeah. and they have to put their name on the list. I'm like, I, I, I still don't get that. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> like we have four fit benches and we have five employees and it gets very busy sometimes and you have to write your name down to. Okay. Well, to let's, fit. let's give some advice. What are those times? I mean, there's surely a pattern to some of this. It's all day Saturday. Okay. There's usually a wait list. Right. Uh, and then, so if you have the availability, try to come in during the week. It's not quite as crazy. Okay. I, 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 I yeah, well, I'm trying to find that happy medium between being busy and having people wait. It's not an uncommon thing, and it's brought up in a lot of our fleet feet. Um, they have an app that uh, we could we could pay for, but we kind of that became a little bit annoying, so we dropped it. And you just walk in. We have a, like a little handwritten list right whenever you come in on a busy day, tell you to sign in. And I think it's like even on busy Saturdays, 20 minutes or something like that. So it's usually not too bad. All right. So you're not talking about, you know, waiting for hours out in the elements. Uh, no, no. We let you wait inside. Number 78. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Saturdays have been crazy. I wouldn't have predicted this past Saturday. That's because of the weather, February. right? I, w- I think it's our amazing marketing. It is that, but it's also, I mean, people are thinking about uh, early being out again, yeah. right? I mean, last you can't help it. Even though you know you're probably going to get hit with some more winter, people are already in that mode of like, oh, man, it's almost spring. Yeah, that fe- that Saturday last year was pretty solid. So, um, But, I mean, it was like one of our top ten best days we've ever had, and it was a Saturday in February. So this, this year is going to be crazy. So, yeah, uh, there can, can be a wait list, but listen, we'll take the time with you that we do with everybody else. Uh, it is kind of a, it's a good energy. Like people are having fun and people are, we're problem solving and making people comfortable. So, uh, it's, it's not too bad. So. All right. Talk to me a little bit about, we had some questions from last week about the Garmin battery life. You found uh, yeah. that out, right? Yeah, so they released the new Garmin. The Garmin guy was in town. Yeah, he came last Tuesday and did a clinic for staff and then our training programs, and uh, I learned some stuff. Dude, they have, like, this Pace Pro thing. Like, you can put in your time, like, for a 5K or a marathon or something like that, and it'll, like, see if you're on track or not and, like, t- you know, and adjust your finish times. I love that. So when you're, like, wiped out, you feel like vomiting, uh, you can't go any further, you your, to, your it'll watch will you and we'll shock go. you and tell you to go faster. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, and then they have a great entry level watch for like a hundred bucks, the 55. Okay. And then they came out with a brand new one called the, the Forerunner 165. And it adds the brighter AMOLED screen, uh, it, for 250 bucks. And the battery life, if you just wear it as a watch, it's 11 days. 
And then if you go for a run, it'll last 19 hours on the GPS. Mode. On the GPS boat. Yeah. That so drives you pretty quick. So that, yeah. But quicker. Quicker. Yeah. So it'll, it'll cover most of my long runs. All right. We got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back here. Kyle is in studios, Fleet Feet Decatur, IL.com. You can check them out. Uh, here's Nick with your three day forecast. Today, we've got a chance of showers and thunderstorms later, partly sunny and a high of 78. Then tonight, temperature is going to drop. You're going to have rain, snow, thunder, and winds, mostly cloudy and a low of 23. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then gradually clearing, high of 32. Then Thursday, sunny with a high of 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 56 degrees. Your WSOY time is 653. Hello, I'm Chuck Erickson, a working-class conservative Republican candidate for state representative in the 88th District. I say working-class as I came from a lower-middle-class family. My parents were factory workers, and so was I, until I dedicated my life to practicing law. I've been doing so since 1997. And since 2011, I've served on the McLean County Board. Presently, I am chairman of the Justice Committee and ranking member on the Finance Committee. I've also served as chairman of my county Republican party. And since 2011, I've served on the McLean County Board. Every time the rubber has had to meet the road, I have been a reliable, consistent, effective conservative. I led the fight in my county for small businesses to stay open and survive during the COVID pandemic in 2020. I also introduced a resolution to ban our tax dollars from being used for illegal immigrants. I'm asking for your vote in the Republican primary. Vote for an experienced conservative. Vote Chuck Erickson. Paid for by friends of Chuck Chuck Erickson. At Brinkotter Realtors, we understand that no two clients are the same and neither are their goals. We believe in getting to know you, your needs, your preferences, and your lifestyle. Why? Because you deserve more than a home. You deserve a place where memories are made, relationships are cherished, and comfort is found. From the moment you step into our world, your dreams become our purpose and your goals our mission. Discover the difference at Brinkotter Realtors. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. Hi, my name is Taylor Stevens, the Regional Community Liaison with Synergy Home Care. At Synergy, we hire caregivers to go in the homes to help people stay safe, in place, and independent by providing non-medical services. We believe that the best gift that you can give to someone is the gift of life. We're hosting a blood drive through Impact Life on Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at our South Shores location. For more information, call our office at 217-615-1826. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Back here with Kyle May from Fleet Feet Decatur IL dot com. Uh, all right, so yoga still on Sundays? Yeah, we're doing Sunday yoga, ten a.m. Five dollars, bring a mat. It's been getting a great turnout for that. Um, and different instructors usually rotate through, and uh, people have been very very happy with it. All right, Frosty Fifty. When are we wrapping that up? It's got to be days, right? Yeah, the end of February. So uh, Bloomington versus Decatur Running Challenge. Uh, they they got like fifty more people than us this year, so they're uh, they're probably going to win it this year, unless we have a huge, uh, <laughs> a lot of miles going on. But a it's surge. been fun. There's a, there's a Facebook page and people are posting runs and stuff. And then we're going to have a follow up party in Clinton uh, in early March. Okay, so. did you guys get a little? Uh... You know, one a couple of years. Just yeah, sort of like, no, we feel good about it. Now we're like planning for next year how to get more people involved. Right. So it's uh, hard to go back and repeat. I mean, it was getting kind of boring, Brian, of winning all the time. I feel kind of like Red Bull. Uh-huh. Like it gets just repetitive. <laughs> <I> so <laughs> we needed some competition. Well, sometimes that will happen. All right. Uh, open house uh, weekend uh, is uh, coming up. What does that mean? So, it, uh, yeah, it's uh, towards the end of March, but that's really not too far away. So we do usually a spring open house and a customer appreciation party. So uh, Friday evening we'll have, I think this year we have six reps coming in with shoe brands. So you can try some shoes out, usually get some swag. Uh, we should have some great raffle prizes and stuff too. Yep. Uh, and then Garmin is coming back again and doing a little clinic. So you can ask questions about that. I think our UFOS ladies showing up so you can learn more about the UFOS product. So I geared this years ago whenever I had the bike shop to 
I go to trade shows and I go listen to the the product people about their stuff. I bring and then I'm supposed to go back and have that excitement about it with the customers. I'm just bringing them straight to you so you can talk to them about the new ons or the new so hookahs or new. You're, you're, you don't have to pay for a, a plane ticket and a hotel room. You just get the experience of being there at the trade show. Right. All right. That sounds like fun. All right. We're, we're just about got a minute left here. Brew run on 22nd and the hangover run on the 23rd. Yep. Uh, there's a full list of events. You can follow them on social media. Go to their website, fleetvdicatoril.com if you want to check it out. And uh, you guys are pretty active on keeping all that stuff updated. So all uh, all that information is there. Yeah, that's a priority. So we have events and our website updated and stuff. And then lots of great product then too. Fast shoes, track spikes. So if people are looking for spikes for their kids, track season starting very, very soon. Come see us for that. All right. Hours of operation. 10 to 6 through the week and 10 to 4 on Saturday. Okay. There you go. If you can go during the week, maybe a little better, get through quicker, but uh, they will take time and put you in the right shoe. I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. Uh, we will uh, be back after... Top of the hour stories and news. Uh, a little later today, Community Foundation announcing their micro grant uh, award winners, and we'll do that live on the air first, right here uh, with the Community Foundation. We'll be back after the uh, top of the hour news. Stay tuned, folks. No matter where you are, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Jesse Heating and Air. Great products and great people treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. The state treasurer's office has generated over $3 billion in investment earnings from the state investment portfolio. In addition, the Illinois Fund's local government investment pool has contributed an extra one $1.75 billion in gross investment earnings. The Treasurer's Office actively manages about $55 billion in state funding, overseeing investments that support education, retirement savings, and bill payments for local governments. The Red Cross is calling for volunteers to join the National Sound the Alarm initiative, aiming to install 50,000 free smoke alarms in at-risk communities across the You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.